Hi, welcome back to another edition of the Spy Bar Podcast. Uh, this week on the preview and review show, we're going to be looking back at the ATT Pebble Beach Pro-Am and the Vic Open. Um, so let's kick things off there before then, obviously going on to review the events, the Genesis LA Open and the ISPS Hander World Super 6 over in Perth on the European Tour. So uh, let's kick things off with uh, the PGA Tour uh, last week with Phil Mickelson uh, winning his fifth uh, ATT Pebble Beach Pro-Am by two strokes uh, from Paul Casey with a magnificent final round of of seven under. Um, uh, Phil Phil just played awesome, didn't he, in that final round and and well worth the win. I'll come on to Casey in a minute, but let's just focus on Phil for the time being. Uh, he, he was superb all week long uh, in, in what was challenging conditions. Um, obviously, it was a Monday finish, which was a shame. Um, you know, Phil's laser eyesight, he reckoned he could have got things done on uh, on Sunday evening. But um, candidly, it was quite it was quite dark, so I could understand with Casey, who, who knew by that point he probably wasn't going to win. Um, but there's still a lot of money up for grabs, and he was T2 at that point. So I think him stopping him. Playing the next day, he made 150 grand out of it, so you can kind of understand as to why he did that. Um, but more importantly, it is farcical, absolutely farcical. They didn't get that done, uh, that round done on the on the Sunday. I know they have weather conditions, but they still have five hours of play um, to to get it done. And, and those two were the only two who didn't get it done. Uh, everybody else have finished up, so they were slow. Um, I'm not sure why the amateurs play that final round, to be quite honest. Uh, but anyway, um, I, I didn't see a huge amount of it. Um, I was paying attention quite closely on Thursday when I saw Ches Reevy tearing up the course at eight under, who was one of my picks. He ended up coming uh, tied 38th in the end. Uh, he was my outsider pick. Uh, my pick to win Jason Day turned up fourth, so uh, good week for him. But again, going back to, to Phil, he just played brilliantly. Tee to green, putted unbelievably well. Uh, and that final round, he just didn't miss anything. I liked how aggressive he was. Um, and it was really contrasting styles to, to Casey. Casey looked conservative. Um, uh, yeah, just too conservative for me I mean I know he's got a three stroke lead um, but he's just just be looking to make birdies all the time he just looked conservative the whole way there didn't really get a um, a really good grasp of the conditions at all on the Sunday look he finished one under for his final round so it wasn't disastrous and he came second but it just adds to the narrative that he cannot close a 54-hole lead. Um, the numerous occasions he's done it, he's quality, quality player. Um, and I, I fancy him in a match play, and he played well on the, in the Ryder Cup. But just for whatever reason, he just struggles to... On a, on a Sunday, with the pressure on him, he struggles. I know he won last year, but he won coming from behind. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, good that he was back in a bit of good form. Um a couple of other notable things from last week. Uh, good top 20 finishes for the likes of Russell Knox and Graham McDowell, which was good for them. I think if they get into the US Open field, I would look for them as not some bad, really long shot bets. Um, I think Phil's going to fancy himself here in the US Open, although I will say that that they're clearly going to make that rough is going to be brutal um, come US Open time and the fairways are going to be narrower from from all accounts so he'll play slightly differently and clearly it'll be running harder given that it's um, 
it's going to be June as opposed to a very soggy February in California. But even so, Phil's track record there with five victories, he's going to really fancy himself. Um, someone who started off the week very well and then finished limply was, again, Jordan Spieth. Um, started 66-68. Uh, he was there or thereabouts at the lead after through two rounds. And then he finished 75-74. His driving was woeful over the weekend. Um, Still something not quite right with him. I mean, it's still a great start. I don't understand why... Uh, it's just I think it's his driving it just it should be driving all over the park um, he had won so far left I don't think anyone had ever seen it going that far left on, on I think it was on the 13th hole um, in the final round he's just not himself and he hasn't been himself for quite some time um, with the amount of talent out there at the minute it'd just be interesting can he sort himself out and get back together I was hoping that after the first two rounds he might be able to do that but Let's just see. Um, at least he got some decent scores up and running uh, to start things off. Um, and then over on the European and LPGA Tour, uh, over in Australia, we had the Vic Open uh, with the men and women playing together alternatively uh, in alternative um, groups. Uh, by all occasions, I did not see anything other than highlights here um, just because of the time zone difference. But uh, from from all accounts, just really well received uh, by both men and women alike. Um, the, just very positive news coming out of it. And, and hopefully this will spark more of these types of events uh, worldwide. And you know, obviously the Ladies European Tour is really struggling financially. Hopefully the European Tour can maybe do a little bit more with them uh, and not just the LPGA Tour just to help the Ladies European European tour just really gain a bit more prestige as well and, and a bit more um, coffers in the in their back pockets um, I think the only other thing to add there from from the Vic Open was there was a no ropes policy so um, that basically spectators could get as close as they wanted to could be on the fairways and so on and so forth um, and apparently again that was really well received by all the players there were no issues uh, not many in, I certainly didn't see anyone who were walking off or calling away from their shots because uh, of the crowds being too close or moving around or anything so um, seemed like a, a really well put on event well executed um, and in terms of the winners just a, a great finish um, so David Law a uh, young Scotsman, uh, he won by one stroke after eagling the 18th hole. This was after calling a penalty on himself on the ninth hole um, earlier in the round. So uh, after nine holes, looked like he was never going to go anywhere, but came back uh, six under on his back uh, back nine, to, including an eagle on the last, to win by one stroke. And he becomes the 24th Scottish winner on the European Tour since the European Tour started. And, and really for him, just a, an affirmation of a, a, a relatively challenging climb through the mini tours he's he's 27 now he's been on the mini tours for the last five years the last couple of years focusing on a challenge tour um but he's somebody who's come through the paul laurie foundation so uh, paul laurie does a lot for young scottish golfers a lot of support and he's come through that system and slowly but surely made his way up through the various mini tours um and just great to see him succeed and there's lots of young scottish talent that have come through particularly for via the challenge tour last year so hopefully this will spur those guys on to uh, to bigger and better things moving forward so well done to him 
in terms of my picks, I did pretty well this week, two top fives. Um, Jason Scrivener was was leading through 36 holes, had a terrible round three, but came back strongly round four to finish fifth. And Justin Harding ended up finishing one place above him in fourth. So not a bad week from my point of view uh, there with the picks. Certainly much better on the men's than on the women's, uh, where my picks, Charlie Hull and Bronte Law, didn't make it to the final day. Uh, Charlie Hull didn't even make it to the halfway cut. Uh, Bronte Law did make the halfway cut, but didn't make the final um, 34. Um, the women's winner was Celine Boutier, which was her first LPGA victory. So well done to her. She won by two shots. Um, and I suppose the other notable from the women's side is Minji Lee. Uh, like Bronte Law, didn't make the final day. Uh, but Georgia Hall did, and she finished tied 32nd. Um, so look, all in all, interesting weekend of golf. Um, I think hopefully really positive first steps for kind of greater equality in the game. Great to see some of the ladies and the men playing together and just how well received that was on both sides. Long may that continue. Um, in terms of this week's events, we've got one of the best events um, and certainly on one of the best courses uh, on the PGA Tour. That's where we'll spend most of our focus this week. And it's the Genesis LA Open at Riviera. Um, it's a quality golf course, iconic golf course, um, produces good tournaments year in, year out. Um, uh, previous winners here at this event last year was Bubba. Uh, Bubba came through on the final day to, to win by uh, a couple of strokes. And there's a whole gaggle of people just uh, just behind him. But Bubba's got really good track record here. He's won 2018, 16 and 2014 previously. Uh, somebody else to look out for here is obviously DJ2, who's won in 2017 and was runner-up 2015, 2014. And it's one of those tracks whereby... Um, pe- the same sorts of characters seem to turn up most years. Um, it, it, it's a really, really good golf course. Um, it's one of the favorite, my favorite tournaments of the year, and, and look, it's reflected by the players as well. The players love playing this event, and you can see that in the field. So we've got DJ, JT, Rory, Bryson, Ram, Bubba, Xander, Phil, Tiger, Spieth, Matsuyama, Cantlay, Casey, Finau, Leishman, Kucha, Fleetwood. Um, yeah, it's just all of the big hitters are pretty much there. Uh, maybe the only notable one is Ricky. Uh, Ricky Fowler's not playing this week, but outside of that, it's pretty much anyone who's anyone is playing on the on the PGA Tour this week couple of things to bear in mind is you know, similarly to Pebble last week the weather in California is a bit shocking so Thursday and Friday look like it's going to be very wet um, and whilst it brightens up over the weekend it's not going to be very warm so I would expect that to kind of be relatively soft conditions so that again leads itself to the big hitters and the big hitters who can hit it straight um, I would expect them to be contending quite a lot this week it might be slightly more challenging for kind of the point and press type individuals um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see so um, I'm not going to talk about this individual in terms of my picks but uh, we all know Rory loves a soft wet golf course uh, if he's got his driving boots on this week he will be contending there's no two ways about that he's too good a driver to not be contending so um, just just keep an eye out for him in terms of for me and who I'm backing this week so uh, my winner I'm going with DJ uh, again it's not very um, 
I'm not going out on a limb really, am I, with DJ? But look, he he won here in 2017, two runner-up finishes here. Loves the course, outwardly speaks about how much he loves this course. He won in Saudi Arabia a couple of weeks ago. Didn't didn't do great um, last week. Um, however, you know, he should be more acclimatised now to, to California and time zones, etc. And he's playing at a track he really enjoys. At, yeah, eight to one, again, his odds reflect, you know, why he is the favourite on the course. And so I expect him to do well this week and his driving is superlative. So um, I think uh, I think he'll be a good bet. In terms of outsiders, there's, there's so many different people I, I've thought of here. I, I'm going to give you two outsiders and I'm going to give you two long shots. Um, outsiders for me... Uh, Tommy Fleetwood at 40 to 1. Um, so he's tied 37 in his first year playing the competition last year. I think it's a course that sets up quite well to him. He's obviously played a lot more on the PGA Tour in the last 12, 18 months, so he's more acclimatised to that. Played at Pebble last week, did okay. Um, nothing spectacular. In fact, I think he finished in the 40s along with Spieth. Um, at five under, but uh, so he didn't didn't do amazing, but he he, he did okay. Um, I just think the course sets up quite well for him. Um, I just expect him to to have a decent week this week, and and somebody else that he should have an eye on this week is Adam Hadwin, at fifty five to one. Look, he he was tied eighteenth at Pebble last week. He was tied sixth in this event last year. He loves the early season on the PGA Tour. We've seen that over the last two or three years. January, February is Adam Hadwin's time on the PGA Tour. He starts the season off hot, um, so uh, he's projecting in the right in the right way. So I expect him to have a have a decent week this week. I'm looking for him to uh, contend in the leaderboard. But look, I, I will caveat all of this with: I would not be surprised if all the obvious um, favourites are are all over the top of this leaderboard because. I think it it just lends itself. It's one of those golf courses that that the cream rises to the top. Um, so do do look for. I would expect one of the favourites to be winning this event, but but you'll you'll get some interesting names that will be popping in there, and and on interesting names that um, might be worth keeping an eye on who are in the kind of ninety to hundred to one range. You've got James Hahn, um, who who actually did win this event four years ago. I think twenty fifteen he won the event, and Kevin Nah. Um, Kevin Nahr absolutely loves uh, this event. He was uh, second in, uh, to Bubba last year. Uh, he's had top fives beforehand, plays well. He's he's an LA kid, um, enjoys enjoys the course. So James Hahn and Kevin Nahr, just slightly longer odds, is worth having a having an eye out um, for how they perform this week. And then moving over to the European Tour, uh, we're again in Australia. This time they've moved over to the West Coast. They're over in Perth and they're playing the ISBS Handa World Super 6 uh, competition. So um, this event was won by Kiridech Afibarmrat last year. Uh, Kiridech won't be... Um, uh, uh, won't be defending his title because he's actually playing the Genesis Open. Um, but the format of this event is it's a 156-man field. The first 36 holes are normal stroke play. There'll be a cut, um, 65 top 65 plus ties will make it through to the third round after three rounds there'll be another cut and the final 24 players will then go into the Sunday and play six hole knockout match play Um, so interesting format 
I've really enjoyed watching this tournament last year I've got to say um it was on it was still on early morning UK time but it was it was a really really good watch um I like the six hole format uh, I think it kind of it's something a little bit different a little bit quirky and and not a bad little field that's going to be out there I mean clearly a lot of the um a lot of the best European players are going to be on the the uh, the PGA Tour this week because of the Genesis Open and also because it's the WGC in Mexico next week. So they're probably trying to get acclimatised to the time difference. But still some good European players who are going to be in this event. You've got the likes of Thomas Peters. Now he's the favourite here. You've got Jason Scrivener and Justin Harding who did well last week. Lucas Herbert, the Aussie, uh, Tom Lewis. Uh, Jazz, Jana Watanand, who won the Singapore Open, Uh, Ryan Fox, Wade Ormsby, a whole bunch of good Australians are going to be here. Um, It's a bit of a tricky one to try and pick. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of put my finger in the air and sort of making a guess. I I, I am going to go with Tom Lewis at 16 to 1. And there's really only two reasons for it. One, he's in good form. We know he's in good form. He's been in excellent form for six months now. Um, I don't see that not continuing. I like the fact it's three rounds of stroke play. I think I think that will fall well for his game. And then in the match play, it's a crapshoot, right? So um, he has the most on the line out of anybody in the field because he's just outside the world's top 50. So if he has a good week this week, um, there's every chance that he'll get into the WGC for next week. So, um, uh, with that in mind, I'm, I'm picking uh, I'm picking Tom Lewis for for this week. Now, in terms of an outsider pick, I'm going to go with an Aussie and a young Aussie at that, and that's Min Woo Lee at fifty to one. So Min Woo is the uh, brother of Minji Lee, who's uh, she's very strong, uh, very strong on the uh, on the LPGA tour. Um, he came second to DJ the other week in his second European t- uh, European tour start. Uh, he's obviously playing at home in Australia. Um, and again, I mean, I- I'm literally going at this, like putting my finger in the air and just guessing uh, who-, who might have a good week. I just fancy him. He's on some decent form. You know, why not? Why not him? Um, so look, there you have it. Tom, Tom Lewis is my winner and my outsider, Min Woo Lee. But uh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Thomas Peters having a good week. And, and to be quite honest, I hope he does have a good week and get a win under his belt. It would be lovely to see him back to form because he's a quality, quality player. So look, there you have it this week. Um, for me, I think a really interesting, again, very contrasting um, games uh, or uh, events on, on either tour. I think the European Tours is just a really interesting, different, fascinating event. And then on the PGA Tour, you've got a classic, classic golf course, great event, unbelievable field. Um, Hopefully there'll be some really good drama for people to enjoy over the weekend and particularly on Sunday. So look, there you have it for this week. Enjoy the golf this weekend. Uh, Good luck with your picks, whoever you've got. And uh, I will catch up with you next week. Cheers for now.